All right, what up, fight fans? Daniel Compton here, Bay Area Combat Fight Director. I'm joined by professional Muay Thai fighter, Zach Benell. He's about two weeks out from his uh, Muay Thai fight at Rosarito, Mexico, March 13th for Triumphant. What number of Triumphant is that? Is that 10, Zach? Yeah. Triumphant mm -hmm. number, number 10. Dude, how many, how many times have you fought for, uh, for Triumphant? This will be number three. Yeah, this is my third fight for third Trump fight? right now. Yeah. How do you how do you like them, man? Love Jeff, man. Hey, it's sick, Zay, huh? everybody, Brandon, the whole team. Dude. <clears throat> I yeah, I love Triumph so much. I love you guys. Hey, we all love you guys, Jeff. We really do. <laughs> Hell yeah, Zay. We're gonna see you guys in two weeks. Yeah, for real. How's uh, so they gave you a fight camp uh for this one, huh? Yeah, I mean just the opportunity in the first place to fight for the original one, even on five days notice. Like I said, I, you know, in an older interview, I had already been kind of keeping in touch with Jeff. So I'd expected to be on some of the next upcoming cards, even if I wasn't going to get on that last one, which I did. Mm -hmm. I still kind of expected to be on one of these next few ones just with my relationship with Jeff and stuff. So I was always kind of staying ready. Um, but I guess having a full training camp too is where my opponent has stayed the same the whole time. It's cool, man. You get in like a mental groove getting ready for, for a fight when there's no disturbances, no change of opponents, you know, no, yeah, no last second stuff, man. It's cool. I know when to keep my weight at what places at what times. And so it's, it's nice, man. It's been dope. It's been dope, dude. But you performed fucking really well on that on that uh, uh, last second fight that you had that last that last show that five rounder. Um, dude, what do you foresee on this performance, man? Like with the full fight camp? Um, yeah, I, I I just I expect to be able to push harder with more confidence. I think the last time in the last match, I wasn't confident at how hard I could push. It it had been a, a year layoff for me. And my last fight prior to that was a boxing match. So it wasn't even in my regular realm of things. And then my fight before that was an MMA fight. So I wasn't even, you know, it had been a while since I had a full rules Muay Thai fight or just anything in the realm of Muay Thai anyway. So I had some, I was, I, to be honest, man, I, I had some questions for myself before I had even stepped in the ring. But after round one, man, they all kind of went away. But I still wasn't sure as how hard I could push with the gas tank I had at the time. Um, even though I had been training, and I'm always training consistently, I still, man, it had been a year since I fought. I didn't know, you know, I didn't want to push too hard in the early rounds and then get tired in the later rounds. Um, I didn't know, I just, I wasn't used to how my gas tank performed, but fucking... Stupid ass me. I should have known, bro. I would have been fine. You would have been fine, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was fine. You know what I'm saying? You uh you had me, you had me and Rudy Ott in your corner, and I know yeah, that that's man. not Coach Rudy. Yeah. Baby girl, man. It's awesome, dude. I'm happy for you, Coach. Uh dude, hell yeah, Rudy fucking. That's not your normal corner though, man. And nah. uh so that was also different, I didn't know a different element. Was that your first time working with, with Coach Rudy in that aspect? Yeah, uh with Coach Rudy cornering me, it was definitely the first time. It's not the first time I've worked with Coach Rudy. Mm -hmm. Um, I've trained with him and then me and one of my best homies, Willie, we've, you know, we've competed against some of Rudy's fighters before and stuff. So we, I've had a long relationship with Coach Rudy. And mm -hmm. then, of course, I sent you down to him, too, you know, when you yep. moved down, uh, down in that area. Um, I got nothing but the utmost respect for Coach Rudy, everything Coach Rudy does. And he's just a veteran of the game, man. He's been coaching for fucking ever, dude. That guy's had his eyes on fights for so long, man. I it was yeah, it was an honor to have coach in my corner. You know. Yeah, bro, it's been it's been dope. I'm gonna take it on my own little soapbox from fucking Zach Bennell to Coach Rudy. Yeah. I'm in a good fucking place, man. I'm in a good place. So this next fight is gonna be three rounds. Yep. What 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 different approach are you gonna take for a for a three rounder compared to compared to the five? Hmm. You know, 
and I know uh, I've watched a little bit of tape on Phil. Uh, not too much, because I don't, I don't like to get my head wrapped around my opponent too, too much. Uh, especially, I don't like to get my head wrapped around my opponent more than my head's wrapped around m myself. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, <clears throat> the way I kind of like to explain that for my students, man, is when I'm in that ring, especially coming from training myself, and I'm, I'm my own coach, um, but I'm also the room's coach the majority of the time too, so I gotta help a lot of people out while I'm training. I gotta remember, and I forget sometimes, that when I get in the ring, it's a very unique position to be in, where for that, now it's only nine minutes, but for that nine minute period of time, I can be completely selfish. The only thing I gotta worry about is me. I don't gotta worry about my training partner, I don't got to worry about how, how heavy I throw stuff, where I'm hitting, what I'm hitting, how consistently I'm hitting it, because I'm actually trying to hurt this person. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, I, can take the, I can take the kid gloves off. I can take, you know, <clears throat> those, those kind of self-checks that I have in place when I'm in the gym trying to take care of my students, trying to take care of my... I can throw them away. I need to remember that it's, it's literally time to perform and be nothing but selfish when I'm in there for that nine minutes. Worry about nothing but me. Focus on exactly what I've had in my mind on this whole fucking time, right? So it's, it's a little different. In my approach toward it, mm, I don't know. I'm going to try to push harder. Uh, I definitely want to... The one thing that I... I could have left a lot less questions than that last fight about. Uh, I could have extended some of my combos a little longer than I did, and mm -hmm. I shouldn't have waited until the fifth round to really start pushing as hard as I did. I let myself get caught in the fourth with my feet close together. Um, just in, in a compromised position, made some of the strikes that he hit me with in, in the fourth look worse than they actually were. Mm -hmm. But you know, I, I was never, I was never rocked or fully hurt or anything. I was able to keep my hands up the whole time. I just knew I got caught in a shitty position, um, and I just, I didn't put myself in position enough to elongate my combinations enough in that last fight to put myself over the edge of being able to take a decision in Homeboy's hometown. You know what yeah. I mean? It's when he be had a rough training camp. Yeah, it's going to be hard. No matter no, no matter who, where you're going, man, it's, it's hard to, you know, to really stamp a, a win in someone's hometown in a decision where your output isn't through the roof. Mm -hmm. you know? Makes sense. <clears throat> are you looking for, a, are you going to look for a finish on this next fight or how, wh wh where's your head out on that? Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not one that like intends I'm not looking for a... I expect the finish to be there literally all the fucking time. It's always there. It's literally there at every moment. It's just, am I positioning myself? Am I putting myself in the, in the exact place I need to be to capitalize on that finish in that exact moment? If you think about just a fight, the way it works in general, that's kind of, you know, the very first exchanges, there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of the unknown involved in those first few exchanges. So, <clears throat> and there's still a lot of resiliency in each person if you're coming into the fight healthy in the way you're supposed to be without any injuries and stuff like that. You know, I'm expecting the person that I'm fighting to be able to wear some shots at first. Mm -hmm. So, is the knockout there? It's always there at any given second. But typically, you find yourself, the longer the fight goes on, the more opportunity that becomes... There, you know, there becomes for a knockout later in the fight. Mm. Just because facilities that are in place round one kind of start to, you know, fall to rounds two and three, especially as, if you're push, pushing a good pace. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, you are a uh, you are a father. You know, you have two uh, uh, beautiful Girl, daughters. 
Yeah. Yep. Two beautiful daughters. Uh, you do spend a lot of time <clears throat> helping others, coaching others. So I'm going to ask you, um, in your opinion, do you deserve to win this fight? And why do you deserve to win this fight? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really think anybody deserves shit. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't, I don't really think about it that way. Like I deserve, I don't deserve anything. I'm, I'm happy as shit, man. You know what I mean? I'm so happy being able to fight and make my money from fighting, make my, uh, family's money from fighting. And I'm able to support my girls. I'm able to support my family, my dream and furthering it, continuing it. Do I deserve? Yeah, sure. I deserve it. Do I deserve to? And that's not saying Phil doesn't deserve. I, you know, I'm sure he's putting in a ton of hard work. Um, and you know, he's got a bunch of fights. I've watched some film on him. He's traveled and trained. He's, you know, he's pushed himself hard too, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't deserve shit. I just got to go take shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah. You remember when Khabib, <laughs> Khabib, he was ground and pounding dude. And he told him, he was like, I deserve this. I need to fight for the title. You must tap. Like I deserve this. But it seems like both fighters kind of have put the work in to, to deserve yeah. a win. Huh? Yeah, for sure. And there's different mentalities to the game as well. You know, just because my mentality might not align with the Khabib's type of mentality. Cause there's people that like to go into their fights mad and angry, want to kill a motherfucker. And then there's people I know that want to go into the fight as calm and cool collected as possible. There's there's always a yin to a yang. It's just what works for you individualistically, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. What? How does the individual feel best with that type of mentality? So my mentality has always been around the concern of myself, making sure that when I get out of that ring, I'm not disappointed in the self. Sir, before, before that last fight, we were in Mexico <laughs> and uh, I was nervous, you weren't. You looked fucking good, man. And I asked you how you feel. And you're like, hey, dog, I could do this every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> you said minus the weight cut, I could do this every fucking day. Yeah, man. Why can't we get on that athletic commissions? You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. We're really at the point where none of us want to cut weight anymore. Just make us walk in at natural weights. Keep track of our weight year round. Find a way for us to stop cutting weight. Please, for Christ's sake, I hate losing water weight. I want to eat. I want to drink. Mm. It does anyway. make sense. Yeah. Why... What is it about you that makes you prepared for fucking violence like that? And not and most people aren't they can't do that every day, Zach. Dude, all right, man. When I was a kid, I really, really, really was super intrigued by fighting in general. And not just not because it was like a tough guy thing, but just because it, I and I figured I, I figured out as an adult my kind of realization as to why it intrigued me so much and I think it intrigues so many people so much is uh there's two pinnacles to human existence there's fucking and fighting both of those were the first things paid for in human existence right and I mean shit any athletic activity doesn't break out into another athletic activity you know you don't see a bunch of baseball players on the field get mad at each other and the game get heated and all of a sudden they start playing a basketball game against one another no man that shit breaks out into a fight yeah right fights break out into bigger fights (laughs) (laughs) yeah dog like yeah so um that's just it's it's the pinnacle of if you think about the yin and yang to the existence of human beings there's comfort and there's conflict well, I've just, I've found myself in a position where I'm very, very, very comfortable with conflict. 
I'm extremely comfortable. I can move through it. I can move in it. I can deal with it. I can be around it. I enjoy it, right? And uh, I found that, you know, shit, man, more growth occurs through conflict than it does through anything else, man. Love is great. You need it, and there's conflict in it, for sure. No one would argue that. But if you find yourself with too much love around you, you find yourself in too comfortable of, of a position. And when, when people start getting too comfortable, man, that's when they start stagnating, right? And stagnation leads to death. So I like to keep myself in a constant state of conflict. I you got a like lot I'm of love. You going. got a lot of love around you too, though. With oh yeah, family. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I just mean. Um, you balance, for some, you yeah, balance for, it out. Huh, yeah, for some reason, I always felt like I needed to put myself in some kind of position where I needed to be physically conflicted at all times. Mm-hmm. And it's how I've been since I was a kid, just because I feel like that's where my physical growth comes from. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> my physical growth, I you know, I mesh heavily with my mental growth. Both go hand in hand. You know what I mean? But. The physical nature of getting in a fight, man. There's no other. There's no other test that, that's really gonna put me. That I feel like is gonna put me in position where I can just watch my growth as a human being more efficiently. Then, well, shit, go fucking put your money where your mouth is, man. Go do it. <clears throat> and it was also something I didn't think I could do as a kid. Yeah, you like proved to yourself that you were capable. Yeah, of- I proved myself wrong. Yeah. You know. So as as one of your students and. Um, I've reflected with a lot of a lot of your different athletes, you know, because they're buddies of mine. You know, mm-hmm. we're all trained together, so we've talked about you. You're the coach, you know, you're the man. So yeah, like, yeah. we 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 talk about you all the time, and uh, <laughs> we kind of come to the agreement that that uh, that you're fucking crazy, dog. Yeah, I've heard it. And <laughs> and um and, we, and and I mean, I know dis, no no offense, like no disrespect whatsoever. I don't take, none. I, like, I don't none. even take. Look, man, I can't. Yeah, I can't get dis. I don't really get disrespected by words or anything like that. Anybody anybody's opinions on me, anything like that. Especially that's not. Uh, because I, I know it's not coming from a, I'm just, a I'm bad not, place. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I know it's not coming from a bad place, man. I don't, yeah. But let me ask you, do you, do you uh-huh. think that like there might be something that like you might be wired a little bit differently than like a regular human being? Yeah, um, I am. But there, like, there's a lot of people that are. There's, there's. I come across so many people throughout my life that are that aren't wired to fit into the norms and the normalities of things, and the norms of society, and a big thing that I knew that I was going to have to sacrifice with trying to pursue this and the journey of it was, bro, you're going to be pretty broke, Yeah, you know? Mm. And I, I realized at a certain point, like, you know what, dog, I really don't give a shit. I don't, I don't care about being broke. I, I want to be savage, you know? And, yeah. and I, I don't mind the struggle of money to obtain this, this ability to be physically capable of being a fucking walking superhero, potentially, you know, and yeah. a fucking walking anime character. Bro, I could jump on DBZ in a heartbeat. Yeah. And be a character up in that shit. And that's all I've ever wanted out of life since I was in fucking third grade. I know you could. We were just talking right now about your, uh, you play football and shit. And you're like, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't know how I was going to do on football. You would have been in the NFL, dog. You would, if you put in the work, which you do, because that's just how you're white. It's the way realistic, you're. guys. My feet did not move fast enough to were do they that. not? You I, mean, I was okay. I was okay, but I just I didn't feel fast enough. What position? I mean? What position did you play? DN. Oh, playing DN. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But you're more of an athletic position. Now, I know. Though. Well, I mean, they would put me in the backfield. Plus, bro, my hands are fucking bricks. I can't catch shit. Can you not? But you can hit hard. That makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, but I couldn't catch a football. Yeah, 
How's the camping going? Are you training out here in Reno, or is this? So we're in, we're in one of the, one <laughs> of the gyms. Camp. We're Dude, in it. Yeah. We're in it, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been cool, man. Uh, it's I, like I said, it's weird being my own trainer. Um, I, I'm responsible. I keep myself accountable for my own technique. I got to film myself a ton. Uh, there's a lot that goes into, you know, a person refining their own shit, but a lot of it has to do with, I got to stay accountable of myself and I got to fucking make sure like, yo man, you're doing this shit. I, I really focus on doing on the thing, like the things that I don't want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I find the techniques that I don't feel like I'm throwing that well, that I'm not landing and sparring and I'll fucking focus on those things for a couple weeks until I'm landing them and sparring until I'm, I'm hitting the pads the way I want to be hitting the pads until I'm watching filming myself. I'm like, that's what I want to look like when I'm throwing that technique. Yeah. And I obsess over it. So I've always tried to put myself in uncomfortable positions even when I'm training myself because I don't like, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm the coach of the room at the time too. So I don't really have a lot of people that are, are, are there to verbally put me in check, especially because it's not that my students, you guys don't hit me back. Like I'm still getting hit with shit, caught with stuff sometimes, you know what I mean? But <clears throat> it's just weird. I, so I got to keep myself accountable for knowing like, Ooh, yeah, that session, I, know, I was letting them get into my inside leg too much. I was letting them get to my, my left body or, or that jab was coming down the middle a little too clean. Like I, I, I have to really think back and use my mind to figure out <clears throat> what it was that I need to start changing or the directions I need to start reverting all while simultaneously not losing the focus of understanding the self and what I know I'm already fucking good at. Mm -hmm. And that's just being game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can't get away from that ever at any time. Physi <laughs> physiologically, uh, you're supposed to get anxiety before... Um, yeah, I do. Before fight. Do you do? do yeah, you? yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, wanted, I was wondering. You get a little bit? Yeah, for sure. It's just... I don't, I, and I never want it to go away. Because I've actually had some fights before, man, where I haven't had any fucking anxiety whatsoever at all. None. And I just remember, like, it was weird. It was just a weird feeling. Like you didn't feel prepared for the fight, like mentally or something? Like No, nah, like, I don't know. It was just odd. <clears throat> like, I knew I was about to go throw elbows and, you know, we were going to knee each other and shit. And um, I don't know, man. I just, I felt like it, it was kind of like I felt like I wasn't even there. Yeah. I won. I still won the fight. But mm -hmm. I just remember feeling that feeling. And then I ate a low kick. I was like, damn, that hurt. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I gotta get a little more hyped up. Yeah, and then he teed me. I was like, bro, damn. He teeps hella hard. And I never I'd never thought before, I'd never thought about how hard somebody hit in a fight. Yeah. Right? And so then I realized I was like, oh, I need that edge, dude. I need to make sure I, I keep that edge. Yeah, yeah. I still got it. Yeah. You teed yeah. me earlier and I and I thought to myself, like, fuck. Well, because you do a lead teep. And that shit hurt. But then the rear teeth, for some reason, that shit was like fucking 10 times harder than the lead. I don't know. And it should be. But like, I don't know, bro. I thought Yeah, I'm not going to give myself away yet, but there's a reason to that. Yeah, yeah. Don't give yeah. your shit away yet. Hey, uh, so you headlined that last one, but uh, but now Eddie Abasolo is going to headline this next one. Oh, I've been man, seeing your, my boy. Uh, I've been seeing your social media, so you've been getting yeah. some rounds with Eddie? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. So, man, Eddie's been one of my best and closest training partners for almost you know seven eight years now man like i love eddie dude i'm so happy that him and i finally get a fight on a card with each other man it's been forever we've been fighting <clears throat> you know alongside each other for so long now man it's about time we got on a card with each other he's one of the best training partners i could have ever could have ever asked for ever being introduced to you know what i mean 
Yeah, you guys are fucking sick, bro. To yeah. watch, to watch. I mean, obviously, you guys are never fighting, but just watching your sparring is is like watching a, the best go at it, man. Dude, I love it, man. I have so much fun with Eddie. You just finally you come across those people throughout training. It doesn't matter if it's jujitsu, wrestling practice, you know, boxing, Thai boxing, whatever you're doing, man. You you find those partners that you can just flow with, and it doesn't matter if you guys even start going hard. It just just meshes, man. You know, bang, bang bros. Yeah, you know I say, yeah, I love that shit. I used to watch you guys' I know. videos. We we're when gonna I first start OnlyFans, but our wives got in the way. You know, oh. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, do you have sponsors? Or the only is the OnlyFans gonna do it? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I mean, I might get an OnlyFans going, dude. Who knows, man? Yeah. But no, man, I got my boy right here, dude. Uh, with this company, till the veins run dry, man. Here in town, uh, clothing company here. That's he's it, been, bro. yeah, he's been sponsoring me for a bit, man. My boy Eddie. Um, I can't, I can't thank him enough, dude. He, he helps out a ton, man. He's always got his, his mind. I'm always on his mind, man. He's always thinking about me. He's always helping me out with stuff. Always hitting me up, making sure I'm doing all right, man. Fuck awesome. Yeah. Just awesome people, man. I seen you. What, what brand is this shit that you got all this new gear and shit? Did oh, Combat Corner? Yeah, they hook you up? How'd that? No, no, I just bought, I just bought it, dude. You like I, that shit? I love Combat Corner stuff, man. Combat okay. Corner. I know you're not my sponsor, but uh, man, your guys' gear is incredible. I could run a whole commercial for you right now and make people laugh if you wanted me to. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> but the gear is lit, bro. Because, yeah, fuck, man. Do, yeah, because you feel all right. Uh, dude, I'm all right. Yeah. yeah, look, yo, my pad holder weighs 110 pounds, and I just smash on them. Totally fine. Meh. Quality shit. That's, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's all I can say about that. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. Hey, uh, so how do you feel though, bro? Closing statement. How do you feel, man? It's uh, you're, you're in a good place, dog. Yeah, man. I'm in a great place, you're dude. I mean, place. I got my I got my girls. I'm training from home. I see my family every day. My girls working from home, so I'm with her. They're coming to Mexico with me now this time. Um, I got my homies coming through, seeing me for training. I'm headed back out to Cali again, seeing all my old training partners and and teammates. Um, training back down there again. Uh, Things are just going good, man. Win, lose, or draw, whatever the fuck happens. Like, there's going to be another fight. Then there's going to be another one after that. Then there's going to be another one after that. Like, this is a train I'm rolling on for a fucking minute. This is a journey. All this is is me building my resume for post-fight career. You know? Hey, so, the, yeah, the, the most gangster shit I can do right now, I want to get it in right fucking now. If I get a last-minute phone call, I'm taking it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, time, to, it's time to go. <laughs> Do you see yourself having your own, your own, your own, uh, well, fuck, you have your own fucking fight team. You know what I'm saying? But do you yeah. see yourself getting back to that when you're done with your own, yeah, with your own yeah. endeavors? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and it, if something like that falls into my lap along the way and I, uh, I get some kind of sponsorship, sponsorship, some kind of investors, people that are interested, want to help me open a, a facility or anything like that. Like, yeah, man, I'm nothing but interested. I want to be able to help as many people as I, I can, especially kids, man. We've got a lot of, we just Reno's always been plagued with we get a good athlete or we get somebody who has a, a specialty in something or is or is excelling in a particular area and they gotta fucking leave Reno. They gotta get out of Reno, they gotta go move to Cali, they gotta move yeah. to somewhere on the east, they gotta go somewhere different to go pursue their dream. I'm yeah. tired of that, especially with my passion fighting. I want people to be able to stay here, man. People always cut to California, which I get it. I totally understand it. My ass should have done it too. Mm. But then I had some kids, so now I'm anchored here. Anybody who wants to talk shit, fuck you. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not leaving my kids. Yeah. That's that's all that is, man. So um, I just don't want to see people needing to leave Reno anymore. I, I have a fucking encyclopedia up here in my brain that's just waiting to get vomited out to people's ears that want to hear it. 
So you guys might not know, but I'll share this real quick. I fucking moved to Reno to train with Zach. I met Zach and then I put, I put everything in order and I moved out here to make that shit happen because you can get everything you need right here. You can get everything you need right here. I can answer some bonkers questions that people wouldn't even think I can answer too, man. I can answer any fucking thing, man. Hey, uh, if Phil's watching, I know this isn't your style, but if Phil's watching, you know, what do you tell Phil? You know, what do you tell Phil? Uh, stay healthy, man. Just fucking stay just healthy, Just make it to dog. the fight, huh? Yeah, just make it to the fight. <laughs> just make I, it I know that's all you're going for, too, dog. I'm sure you're training hard, bro. I, I ain't concerned with it. He, he, knows, he knows the game, dog. He's, yeah. he's, he's fought enough, man. He's fought some tough names, bro. He's fought some tough people. Just stay healthy, man. That's all I'm trying to do, too, dog. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, 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 yeah, big ups, dog. Stay healthy, man, for sure. Huh. <laughs> Any closing? Any closing statements, uh, Benel? Anything you got? Mm. Anyone you want to shout out? I know your dad. I've been seeing your dad in here getting it in and yeah, shit. Yeah, man. No, I, I want to throw a shout, a big shout out to my dad. Uh, huge shout out to Colin, and a big shout out to another one of my training partners, Jeremy, who I yell at more than fucking anybody, dude. It's unreal how much shit I've yelled at that guy, and he still shows up and keeps helping me, dog. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> I yeah. love him, dude. I love him all, dog. Hey, dude, if you guys haven't yet, you can go online and you can order the pay-per-view, okay? You have two weeks. Uh, uh, support the sport, you guys. You got to go on there, buy it. If you can make it to Mexico, we had a good time last time out there in Mexico. It was yeah. a good time, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you can make it, dude. And if come- anybody uh, is curious as to um, why I haven't been on social media that much on Facebook and stuff, uh, I'm, I'm banned. you'll see me like a couple weeks after the fight's over i think i'm still banned for a little bit i'm banned and shit (laughs) hey uh so the ronin arena shirt though you're doing the shirt so are you gonna do another batch before or when when can they get the ronin arena shirt no so we already closed out that order form it specifically was just for trying to help money was that okay okay. yeah just to help raise funds to get my family to mexico with me they weren't able to come with me last time it was last minute and stuff so you know it was a big contributing factor but uh, yeah, it, it really helped everybody who purchased a shirt, man. I can't, I seriously can't thank you guys enough. And especially to all the people that went out of their way to throw me some, some extra side cash and whatnot, man, you guys, my family's going to Mexico with me. I, I can't thank you enough. It, it's incredible. You know, thank you so much for all the support guys. Fuck yeah, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you for supporting Bay Area Combat. Zach Benel, yep. Triumphant 10, Rosarito, Mexico, mm. March 13th. Tune in, guys. Tune in. Hell yeah, Thanks, dude. everyone. Hey, dude, thank you, bro. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dude, thank you, Zach. Sick. Dope. Ha, yeah, man. We need content, baby. Yeah, boy.